Broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. The inside cuffs say LRR. Inside the, inside the actual cuff. Yeah. We got it figured out. Started to say Tink breaks your balls. She breaks everything. <laughs> She's like a bull in a china shop when she comes in here. I'm just going to move this around. I'm going to unplug this. I'm like, hang on hang on a fucking second. Tink, you're a ball breaker. <laughs> Almost knocked my beer over. More ASMR. <laughs> it's so nice. Or as the youngins say, that is satisfying. <laughs> It gets on my damn nerves so bad. (laughs) Everything sensory is satisfying. Maybe it is. I guess so. Maybe I'm just an old codger. No. I mean, uh, people talk about, like, the um, the sound of clippers Mm -hmm. in a haircut. That does it for me, for sure. But now I don't have to get my hair cut anymore. It's all all gone. I'll tell you what's not satisfying. (laughs) Go ahead. I, I mean, I've got a whole laundry list I could go on. Let's start with number one. If you really, really, really want to get a good grasp of how non-self-aware people can be, go hang out at the local Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I literally cannot anymore. What are they doing that just drives you up the wall? Just... They're existence yes <laughs> like don't look at me don't don't breathe on me like we congregate in the middle of the aisle well, it, there's no you can't get between people that's a very small town thing well and it, it's almost like they don't even see that you're there like you are obviously there waiting for them to get the fuck out of the way you can say fuck on this show i'm, I'm sorry mom I know I can say it. Oh, your mom follows to... the show now. I noticed that the other day. She does. I'm talking about your mom too. Oh, <laughs> she well, she'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't. They won't get the fuck out of the way. I know. They're just standing there, and, and you're like, "Excuse me," and they'll just keep standing there. Like I have to be somewhere, not here. You know the solution is right. What pickup? What Walmart pickup? Oh, yeah. I mean, I did use that for a while. Maybe I need to get back to it. Yeah, it it that from time to time, Tink likes to go peruse, but that's once, maybe every two or three months. Usually, she just, "What do you need?" She puts it on her phone. She's like, "I'm picking it up tonight." You know. Yeah, I got really good about that for a while, and then like, there's too much planning involved. So, a lot of times, I need something right away. So uh, I'll just sure. zip in and get. That's it. what we have, Dollar General. The gentral. Yeah, we don't have to get dressed up to go there. Like you do Walmart. You have to put on the put on your tails, top hat, go to Walmart. Oh, I thought you just had to put on your pajama pants. No, that's I, Dollar General. I, but that used to be Walmart. Like I thought Dollar General was uh, like <clears throat> no shoes, no bra, no problems. Yeah, just <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't wear either one of those things. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. It's your host, Tango Wood, and tonight I'm sitting in here with Mesa, and it's going to be Gripe Fest 2021. We're just going to talk about all of our all of our problems 
and what really grinds our gears. Yep, just two hours of make mess a mad. <laughs> so how was uh, how was school this week? <sighs> eh, yeah, are you you're off now though, aren't you? Well, technically, with my job, Monday and Tuesday are work days too. Okay. Even though all of the schools are out, I mean, we have work that we have to do, but I'll be at home. So, I guess it's better than. Having to go to the office. Well, not even really the office, but just all over the place. Yeah. Because I have to travel so much. But it was okay. It's it's a, a welcome break this week, though, from it because kids are burnt out. Everybody's burnt out. They got a real case of the fuckets. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, much. That uh, I was talking to one of the guys I work with before I left for vacation and and I asked him how our boss was doing. He's like, dude, he said, she's, she needs a vacation. He said, it's getting, she's, he said, she came in his office and said, can I leave at noon? <laughs> He's like, you're my boss. <laughs> Go wherever, do whatever you want to do, you know. But she took vacation um, the week before my last week at work. So she had a week off, which she really needed it. Um, it's gotten, work has gotten crazy. Um, people leaving, people quitting. It is everywhere else, and we only had one opening in our apartment. Uh, somebody quit, and it, it wasn't a bad thing that they quit. They were one of those you were glad to see go, you know. Uh, but I got a friend of mine that applied for the job. I'm really hoping he gets it. Fingers uh, crossed. Yes, for sure. He'd, he'd be a great addition to, to the team. He's a really really trustworthy guy. You can always get him, get him to come in. Um, yeah, everybody's kind of going through burnout right now, it seems like. Everybody's, I don't know if it's just... This time of year, which I think it probably is for the kids. Oh, yeah. Because Thanksgiving and Christmas is a back-to-back little time off. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like a long time between August and October, but it really is. And everybody's welcoming a break. Um, I've got two of two of my three at home that <clears throat> I'm about ready to string up by their toes. No. So Not maybe the kids. maybe they'll um, get a little bit of extra motivation over the week. <laughs> maybe calm down a little bit. I'll be like, "This is why mommy drinks." <laughs> I saw your your uh, your your boy started his own little garage band. Yes, yes. You're not my dad. You're not my dad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I he randomly comes up. He's like, "Mom, we we started a band, you know, because." play the drums and we play the guitar and we really just need a bass guitarist and a vocalist and but you know what our name is i said what you're like you're not my dad <laughs> i'm like that's the most awesome thing ever he is such I'm a, a fan. <laughs> i'm still gonna take him to the committee sometime we're gonna we're gonna go at it oh you need to yeah so by process of elimination he's the only one i haven't wanted to strangle the last few days <laughs> yeah he seems like, like a pretty a pretty mellow kid. Oh, he's totally chill. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been around your daughter that much, but just, I know from from the time I was around her, she seemed very annoyed by everything around her. She still is. <laughs> it's a time of life, though. It is. Yeah. I, her teacher emailed me today. Oh, boy. Well, I had emailed her first, but in her response, um, she used phrases like, um, 
very smart, lovely personality, and then the big butt. And then after that came phrases like hormonal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hormones have taken over her little brain. That's what it was. And I was just like, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch the league? No. Okay, I've been rewatching it recently. Uh, it was a comedy on FX. It's about a group of friends who had like a fancy football league. Um, Nick Kroll played one of the characters on there named Ruxin. Okay. You have very Ruxin vibes. <laughs> really? He's like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> he was, a, he played a lawyer on the show. Gotcha. And like he suffered no one. <laughs> it's like, get away from me. You shit. His favorite term was shit zipper. Oh my Which God. I really, I really like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you strike me as someone who would call somebody a shit stepper. Wow. Um, I, I talked the last couple episodes I recorded, which everybody will be getting them kind of strung out here. I've done like seven episodes this, wow. this past week. I've been cranking them out. Um, we talked a little bit about the Rittenhouse case. And, and my stance was no one was innocent. No one belonged to be on the, on the street at all. Everybody should have been at the fucking house. Should have been riders. There should have been some kid protecting property that wasn't his. And it came out today that he was found not guilty on mostly innocent. He was found not guilty on all all cases, all all um, charges. What did you think about it? Just from your take. Well, I think I was talking about, I guess, my stance on anything media or news wise. Uh, last time we recorded the podcast i'm like i've I've tried to like just tune a lot of that shit out these days because it's just people are always so divided over everything and all they do is argue and you know speaking of burnout earlier i'm always just i feel burnout i feel stressed out so i don't look at much of it i don't read much of it um the very I guess minimal amount, <clears throat> excuse me, of details that I know about the case. And I just saw the headline flash today with the acquittal. I mean, I pretty much feel the same way you do about it. I, I'm like, you know, it's hard to know what goes through anybody's mind. Is it dumb as hell for a kid that age to have a rifle? A rifle, yeah. Um, that's dumb was it dumb as hell for his mother to wag him out there herself triple yeah um i think she took him she let him go to his dad's house because they lived in antioch illinois they went up to his dad's place in in kenosha the rifle was in kenosha he didn't transport it across state lines um but did she know he was going i i think she drove him up there maybe his dad came and got him i'm not sure on that but either way i know that you know my mother if she knew what was going on in Kenosha, we lived in Antioch, and I'm 17, mm-hmm. and I want to go up there. She's like, there's no fucking way I'm sending you up there to ground zero of riots and shit. Right. You're going to well, keep your ass here in Illinois. That was my line of thinking, because I was like, I, if, I got to thinking, if mine would have asked that, I'm, no. <laughs> <laughs> With some other colorful language yeah, sprinkled in. Hell no. Are you crazy? Um, I don't know. I don't think there are any winners. No, it's like I said, if, if it would have been. It's a whole lot of what the fuck. Yeah. And it, like you said, it became so politicized on mm-hmm. both sides. Um, I think it would have been a lot different 
if he would have been held up in his house and riders were trying to break into their house. But he's wandering the streets because he knows basic life support and he knows this and he knows that because he's a lot, he was a certified lifeguard. Um, but the prosecution was a total train wreck from the get go. Um, this is all a very political, this was the whole case was done for political motives. All it was, in my humble opinion. Um, uh, he, he went there to stir up shit. Yeah, I mean, he'd be could, in the middle of the shit at could, least. Yeah, he could say that other all he wants, but he went there to stir up some shit, yeah. and Every, he did. No one, no one belonged there. Right? People shouldn't have. If you want to peacefully protest, I'm all for it. Absolutely, it, it's, it's made a lot of changes in this country. Um, but it's not peaceful protest when you're burning down an auto zone. Yeah, I mean, sorry, <clears throat> I've I've attended a lot of peaceful protests and they're nothing like what you see on TV where they paint rioters as, excuse me, protesters. So. Well, a true peaceful, peaceful protest. Right. 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 So, yeah, I don't know. I feel the same way about it. You do. It's just a big clusterfuck from the, from the jump. It was a mess. Um, And I really wasn't in, Really, really didn't care about it that much until I saw how just inept the. See, I got it right that time. <laughs> how inept the prosecution was, um, and from what I've, instead of charging him for crimes that could he was fully guilty of doing, they went after murder, and then the D the DA who was in charge to decide and had the assistant DA take care of it, and that's what we saw, you know. And it was just a mess. It was an absolute wreck, a train wreck from the get go. Um, I really hadn't kept up with anything else in the news this week, um, just because I'm like you. I'm so sick of hearing news from this angle and then news from this angle, and neither one of them being the truth anymore. Yeah, there's not really any neutral sides in, in news anymore at all. No, um, I was just—I don't even remember how we got to talking about it, but. I was having this discussion with the kids last week because they hear certain family members parroting, you know. Certain talking points. One talking point or the other, usually more on one side than the other. More to the right than the left, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny, though, because they don't, they're not really exposed to any of it other than what they hear other people talking about. But they use their heads and common sense, and they know more often than not, they're like, you know they don't agree with everything they hear. And so I told them that I said, used used to, you know, journalism and especially the news that that's where we got the facts. Yeah. It was was actual who, what, when, where, and how, right. It was was just actual facts. And now you've got, you know, people like Janine, what's her face that judge on Fox news. It's like, Forevermore screaming all the time. Oh, I don't know that one. <laughs> She's just. I know Tucker and Hannity on the Fox about yeah. and Laura. She's always like this. <laughs> Everything she reports sounds very angry. Like I do, Nancy Grace. Yes, and yeah. she always wants to praise President Trump. All right, hang on a minute. But yeah, she's she's ridiculous, and they. 
they're all just screaming about stuff that they're mad about or it's always very opinionated and some of the opinions don't have very uh, you know solid evidence to to back up whatever it is that they're trying to make a point about they don't have logical support for their for their claim and so i tell i tell them i'm like look as long as you have enough sense to to come to your own conclusions about things, that's what you need to do. Don't get your news from what you see on TV. Look at what can be proven by fact and go from there because the news isn't presented as fact anymore. It's it's more opinionated. It's it's more entertainment. Yeah. Um the the talking head punditry you know, when they have like Anderson Cooper ask a question and they put the six people around him all bantering back and forth, yelling at each other, nothing's getting solved. Yeah. It's just stirring the shit pot even more. And the waft off of it. Yeah. Is so rank. You know, because they're just he's proposing a question and then they all shout over each other and nothing gets nothing gets done at all. Yeah, that shit's overstimulating to me anyway. It I is. can't stand hearing people argue like that. Just like I can't stand people standing in front of me at Walmart. <laughs> well, All of it just makes me want to scream. I hate people. I hate hearing people yell. Yeah. I don't know. Really, in the last five years, it's gotten to the point when people raise their voice. It um, makes me very mad. And I don't know when that when that happened. Um, I never was much of a yeller. You know, I, I believe in you can have civil discourse mm-hmm. and get things talked out. And, uh, you know, my mom talks mm-hmm. wide ass open and I, I love my mother. Um, but she's gotten, even now she starts raising her voice. I'm like, stop. You can talk to me at a, at a decent level. She goes, I'm sorry. I'm like, well, it's fine. Let's talk and not yell at each other nonstop. Um, so I, I don't, like you said, over, watching that is so overstimulating when people are like, no, your side's doing this. Well, your side's do. you are both jackasses. Yeah. You can just stop. Well, if you don't like yelling, you would really hate Judge <laughs> Janine Perrow. God, please stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mom listens to this when she's going to sleep. Nice. So that's going to bring her out of her. She's like, what the hell's going on? Love you, mom. Why is Messi yelling at me? All right. I got a box of questions here. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> And it's kind of like um, the game, Would You Rather? Oh, God. Okay. So do you want to try one? Let's go. All right. First question. Would you rather have sex with two midgets? Oh, my God. Or two seven-foot-tall men? You did that shit on purpose. No, I did. I, I opened the box. And I put put the lid under it. It was the first question I pulled. So, would you rather have sex with two midgets or two seven foot tall men or women, whatever you prefer? They're little people, Hango. They're midgets. They're little people. This is not a poli- look. This is not a politically correct show. Okay. We'll start calling them midgets. No, then. I, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Alex Jones. One step closer to freedom. One step. <laughs> So, oh, I'm going to go with the seven feet. The two seven-foot men? Yeah. Really? So my significant and other, and I have a running joke around the house about the midget, 
like like when stuff happens, he he says that it's the midget that sneaks in that, oh, okay. that I'm having an affair with. <laughs> you want to prove him right, down and No, I don't want to go down that rod. No, I think I would go with with the, with the midgets. Uh, really? Yeah, I mean, I've been with tall women before, so uh, yeah, just just for the freak show, I would go with the midgets. Oh Lord! And for all of our midget listeners out there, I'm not. I mean, DMs are open. Hit <laughs> me up. Gonna go wash my eyeballs out now. <laughs> you can message me on Telegram at at Hango Wood. You can get me on there. Okay, you ready? Ready. Would you rather go back to being eighteen years old, knowing everything you know now, or get a million dollars? Okay, it doesn't say. You'll be 18-year-olds. I'm guessing this is time travel. Yeah, as soon as you said 18 before anything else come out, I was like, fuck no. <laughs> okay, so yeah. let's say you go back to being 18 years old, uh-huh. knowing everything you know about the future. Mm-hmm. Okay? Or a million dollars. I'm going to have to go with a million dollars. Really? Yeah. But you could make so much more going back knowing everything. No. <laughs> Are you afraid of like a butterfly effect thing where you change one thing and the world collapses? Yes, absolutely. Really, you think it's a, you think it's a thing that you think you believe like in the whole butterfly effect thing that one one small thing happening on this side of the world changes everything huge on this side of the world? I don't know about that, but I guess just in terms of of myself, like I guess I would feel like I I knew too much about. What was the going to happen? Too much. <laughs> yeah, like just because I feel like, and I'm not trying to get all corny and shit. No, you're fine. I feel like I, I thrive on corniness. Okay, well you're about to thrive hard. <laughs> okay, um, thrive me, <laughs> thrive me harder, daddy. Thrive me so hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I feel like a lot of the mistakes that I did make are the reason why a lot of the really good things yeah. that I have right now are happening because I had those experiences. Yeah, I can see that. So I feel like if I go back and I and I try to undo any of it, it'll it would probably have a like a chain of reaction effect. Yeah. I, I think of like a um back to the future two biff scenario. I take it back an almanac with me. And just rack up on on sports book. Right, I know yeah. I know all who's going to win every big fight, all the big upset wins. I could bet a shit ton of money on and come back with a, more than a million dollars. True, but like you said, what little thing? Because I kind of regret not joining the navy at a high school. Mm. Because now I would be retired. Right. If I had joined at eighteen, I could retire at thirty eight. Mm-hmm. You know. And I would have had a, a skill or, or whatever, met people, traveled the world. But what if I hadn't been, what if I'd have been in the Navy and hadn't been at certain places where I met people throughout my life, like my wife, you know, there would have been no way I would have ever ran into her if I was in the Navy. Yeah. You know? um, I would have never met Jut, who introduced me to Tink, you know. Um, yeah, so that there's that domino effect. Yeah, but see, every little interaction you have with people makes a difference. 
And think about how many midget strippers you could buy with a million dollars. The possibilities are endless. So you would take the million dollars. You wouldn't go back. Mm -mm. I think I would. Mm, I I just. It's it's such a risky thing. But you could stop 9-11. True. You could stop Trump becoming president. Ooh, our goal true. is to go back. I'm about to cut that out because we're like, yeah, I'm we're like, to come, we're to, you're like, I'm not commenting on that. One. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> we could stop 9/11 though. We could. You know, maybe maybe we could put a couple of votes in the uh, recounts down in Florida. Keep Bush mm-hmm. out of office. I don't know if Gore mm-hmm. would be much better. Ugh. It's better than a war criminal though. All right. Would you want a camera following you around 24 seven? It would catch funny moments, but also see the fucked up shit you do. So would you want to be followed 24-7 with a camera? That's a pretty easy one, in my opinion. Hell no. No way. No. No. There's no either or there. Just no. When I got asked to take a picture. I'm like, I really don't want to do that. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a really easy question to answer. That I got gypped on that one. <clears throat> I can't say gypped anymore. That's a, that's, I found that out. That's a, that's a bad term. Do you know that? It's like... Uh, you down too. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's a bad. There's so many terms like that. That you know, being an Indian giver, mm-hmm. you're like, but I didn't know being gypped referred to like traveler people, gypsies. gypsies I had no clue, yeah. but yeah, we can't say gypsy anymore either. That's nothing we can't say. What, yep, gypsy is a derogatory term for Roma people. Well, I guess I'm screwed when I sing Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in in Ireland, there's a lot of a lot of travelers in Ireland. It's it's there's a lot of a lot of Roma gypsy traveler, whatever you want to call them. Um, we saw at the camps they have to they stay keep them in. It's some of the most depressing shit you've mm-hmm. ever seen. Instead of letting them sit up out in the country or whatever with their caravans, they have. Um, like concrete walled off areas with concrete buildings for them to live in. It looks like a prison. What it looks like. I'm not sure if they're free to, to go about regular life or not, but we drove by one and our tour guys like, yeah, that's where the travelers live. That's this government started building those places for them to stay at. Wow. Like, wow. Um, that reminds me, I saw a video last night about, uh, LA about how shit LA has become. Um, just because it's California. It's a sheet. It's a sheet. Um, they, uh, they're building like these mini house villages for the homeless people, but they're not allowed to leave. Mm. Have you seen them? Mm-mm. It's like a 65 square foot small house. It has like a bed and um, like a sink, microwave, and like has a heater, air conditioner in it, the whole deal. And they have like a laundromat on premises for them, but it's all gated off. And so they're pretty much trading their freedom to stay in shelter. You know, they have to meet requirements. Can't can't be can't bring drugs in or, or have drugs in their system. No alcohol, all that kind of stuff. And it's it's kind of it was kind of a a, a weird thing where you know, like you know, do you want to have sustainable shelter where you can wash your clothes and be healthy, but you can't leave. Or do you want to live on the streets and keep, keep your freedom to move around? 
Yeah, they they create a lot of no-win situations in that aspect. I know John Oliver did a segment a week or two ago. Did you see it? No, I didn't. Um, but it was talking about homelessness in, in the L.A. area. And one of the things that they really honed in on was just some crazy like rules and regulations. It, they even started talking about um, how they relieved themselves because like people would be complaining about they're you know relieving themselves in the streets or whatever. But the city had only put out X amount of porta potties, and then I, and it was a stupid low amount. It was like in the teens. I think it was like sixteen total over the all city? of L.A. Oh yeah, my God. but the kicker was they would they would lock them up and haul them off after a certain time, and then bring them back the next morning. So it's oh, the like, porta parties themselves. Yeah, so it's like overnight well, they had nowhere to right, go to the bathroom. There's nowhere to go. So I mean, <laughs> put well, it together. Well, let's, let's say you were homeless. Say like you were single, no kids. You were homeless. Um, would you trade your freedom to stay in a small cottage like that? I know it's kind of hard to, to do because you don't have the mentality of someone who's dealing with um, a, a drug abuse or a drinking problem or a mental health issue or whatever it may be. I was going to say, but sometimes it's not any of that. So, like, yeah, sometimes it's a run of bad luck. Yeah, I was going to say, I've been dangerously close to some stuff like that myself and it wasn't because i didn't you know quote unquote pick myself up by the bootstraps it's just everything's rigged against certain demographics and it's really hard to crawl your way out even if you're trying but that's i don't know i really don't know that's such a tough call yeah you you know how much i love my freedom right you know and I think if I was in that, if I was in, in that spot, I'd be like, God, I, you know, I could go to this place where I would be secure. Mm-hmm. Would worry about somebody who does have a mental issue or somebody who does have a drug problem trying to tear into my tent in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping and kill me to take my stuff. But I can't, I can't go anywhere until I get back up on my feet. How am I supposed to get back up on my feet if I can't move around and try to find something? Right. You know? That, that's where the conflict is for me. It's, it's, it's such a, a difficult thing. And we're seeing more of it now in our local area. Like our our bigger city here next to us. Mm-hmm. We're seeing an immense amount of homelessness now start kicking in. A lot of them are, 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 are moving here or people in the area have just, have, their life just went tits up. They've had a hard time. Um, and the city's like, well, we need to do something about it. Well, what are we going to do? Um, when I worked AP, I did a lot of it. Um, one of the guys, one of the guys I stopped one time, I found out from the uh, city prosecutor during court, he was a surgeon at one time, very well, had a drinking problem, lost it all. Couldn't operate. He couldn't do surgery anymore because he was so drunk. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, "Goes that goes." You know, ten years ago, that man was great, but now he's he's at a store trying to steal motor oil to resell it to get enough money to buy a bottle of booze. It's it's just it's such a complicated thing, um, because homeless people are still people, yeah. You know, and they deserve 
dignity. Right. Um, a lot of them choose to live that way and you can't make them not. Yeah. One of the women that was being interviewed on that segment was talking about, well, the show John Oliver didn't interview her, but they found the interview elsewhere. Right. But she was talking about how she had been in shelters, um, just through unfortunate circumstance and was trying to get out, but couldn't and how it was hard to get out once you're in that situation because if you're in a shelter, like you have to check in by a certain yep. time, um, you have to check out and then you can't come back at all. Yep. And you know before a certain time, and then if you find a job, like one of the jobs she had found was it was a night shift, so and the shelters are closed during the day. Yeah. So what do you do? You know, there's nowhere to you're working, but then you don't have anywhere to go shower or sleep or, you know, and if you want to, if you want your shelter, you have to give up that job. <laughs> it's just a never ending. There's no way to catch right. up. Um, yeah, that's, uh, we talked about it the other night about you know, being men's health month and everything. And, uh, I know women have a lot of hard times, especially with homelessness, but men are far beyond more, have more homeless rates than women do. Um, and there's not a lot of resources specifically for men out there where there are for women due to, um, spousal abuse or, or whatever it may be. Um, our local, uh, what is it? The, um, Salvation Army. They've got a shelter in the city next to us, but it's for women only. They can stay there overnight. Men can't stay overnight. So a lot of the men will, their wives will stay in the shelter, and the men will sleep out in the woods in a tent. I'm wondering when they changed that. I don't know. That's, that's, just, that's what I was told. Yeah. I, I used to know somebody who was in and out of there who was male. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's. You can, you can, if you're a male, you can go there and do work or get a meal or whatever. But I think staying there, I think it's women only now. Hmm. I think this is what I was told. <laughs> I got you, know, you. But we have a number of women's and children's homes in this area. Not a lot specifically for men as far as homelessness goes. Um, I, I, many of the charities, charities here will give clothes to men, give a meal to men, but as far as somewhere where they can go and stay, um, while they're trying to get back on their feet, there's not a lot of that. And it's, um, it's such a hard issue. Uh, on one of, one of the segments of this video I watched, it was uh, outside the VA center in LA. And they've got this huge building there at the VA center and none of the beds have anybody in them, but there's a ton of vets who have tents right around the VA center. Every tent's got an American flag hanging from it, you know? And um, I think they have 35 beds in the VA center, but they have standards, which most shelters do. Can't be on drugs, can't can't be drunk coming in there. Um, and none of these people, none of these men fit that, fit that, that um, criteria. Mm. And, you know, and I understand it because once, if you have a bunch of drug addicts move into a building, it's going to become a drug den. That's the way, whether it be heroin or, or alcohol or anything else. So it's such a it's such a hard thing to try to work through, especially people who have issues, whether it be 
chemical or mental or physical or whatever. Um, it, it's really heartbreaking to see, especially in the, the country of plenty. Right. You know, it, it's, it's a hard thing to try to work through. We waste so much. You do. You ready for another question? Hit me. Would you rather see everything that has occurred in the history of the world or everything that's going to happen in the future? Future. I'm with you. Future. Because <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. You know, I'm a big history buff, so it'd be really cool to go back and see, you know, everything. Right. You know, the the crucifixion of Christ or, or, or you know, the Battle of Tours or the signing of the Declaration of Independence. They, you imagine, did you ever watch the John Adams series on HBO? Mm-mm. They were showing like them debating uh, the, the, the Declaration of Independence, which certain colonies didn't want to sign it. You know, uh, Georgia and South Carolina, particularly, you know, they were pretty like having their money from their farms, their plantations, and stuff. Uh, but they did a really good job of it because they were debating this in the summer in Philadelphia. You know how humid it is in the summer in Philadelphia. And there's like flies everywhere. Of course, everybody stinks because they're sweating and there's no deodorant or toothpaste for that matter. You know, it's, they did really well. There's flies everywhere. They're swatting them away. Guys are fanning themselves. You know, you could imagine what that, the stench of that room, a bunch of man sweat, you know, <laughs> like, like a, Walmart, like a, <laughs> like a football field house, you know, <laughs> that would be very cool to go back and see all those things, but to see what's going to be coming up, mm-hmm. that could be a, uh, Mind blowing, yeah, and a game changer. What would you want to see the most? The future. <sighs> I don't know. When, when our country becomes insolvent, I guess after <laughs> I'm gone, like what would happen after I'm gone? You don't want to know what's coming, <laughs> right? No, I'm good. I'm good. I I already live in a perpetual state of panic and anxiety <laughs> as it is. I don't need to add to it. You seen that video on YouTube? It's uh, they start. It's like a thirty minute long video. You're someone like it. He liked the whole cosmos things with Carl mm-hmm. Sagan. Okay, yeah. I'll send it to you so you can show it to him. It took um, it's every ten seconds. The video is going a hundred percent faster. And it shows like what's going to happen to the universe over time. And they take uh, excerpts from a lot of big physicists and scientists like Neil deGrasse Tyson and Carl Sagan, Stephen Hawking, a lot of the, the, the big hitters. And they kind of show, you know, in 10,000 years, the sun or whatever, whatever it is, you know, so many thousand years, the sun will finally burn out. This is what's going to happen to the earth. You know, in this many years, You'll no longer be able to see the footprints on the moon, you know, and it just winds, winds, winds until eventually the universe collapses in and on itself. And it's like a 30 minute long video, but at the bottom, it shows you like tickers in years per second and how much faster it's going as it goes along. I'll send it to you so you can let him watch it. It's, it's really, to, really cool. It's mind blowing. My baby nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I was speaking of videos that, that, that he thinks are funny. Or interesting. I have to I have to play like just a snippet of this for you. So my stepdad sent this last night and he said <laughs> I knew this that I would be sending this to the right people, just talking about me and my crew. Okay. We 
laughed until we were sick. So, you know that televangelist Robert Tilton mm-hmm. makes all the crazy faces and whatever. Is this the fart video? Yeah. Okay, this is the one like 10 years ago. <laughs> and I don't know where I missed it down the Judge line. showed it to his mom, and she almost went into cardiac arrest. She was that, laughing so hard. No, that was me. Like, my guy had to turn it off. <laughs> He said, you can't. You're going to die. You're going to be, you're going to make yourself sick. You can watch the rest of it later. Because he was laughing hard with me, but I was in stroke level mode. Like, I had cramps in my abdominal muscles. Jet's mom almost (laughs) died watching that video. Look it up on YouTube. Robert Tilden uh, farts. Here's a sample. few moments of our program i have decreeing faith for you i'm just wild enough to do what god said that's why the results happen you can't appreciate it unless you see the faces faces that he makes are so good and you have faith you just need to use it saith the lord that video was on a constant repeat for a while around around our crew uh because it's it's done really really it's well so good but he, he makes the most dumb faces and they put they put in a nice little fart it's like oh hallelujah they gotta, just got a word from the lord <laughs> it's like nine minutes long though it's really good so yeah, uh, just be prepared. So you're going to future instead of past? Definitely future. Okay. What was better? Ages 8 to 18 or 18 to 28? Hmm. What's up with this thing in 18 and whatnot? Eighteen to eighteen, eight, eight to eighteen, mm-hmm. or eighteen to twenty-eight. Which ten-year span was better for you? <sighs> Shit, I can give mine right now. I'm just gonna go on and say eighteen to twenty-eight. Definitely, yes. It, it, to, mine was better. There was some some. Well, there's always bullshit and everything, poopy things, but but yeah, yeah. To go through high school, I, I hated every. Stinking second of it. The minute I got out of high school, my life began. Bills. What's that? I said feels. Oh, you said bills. I can deal with bills. <clears throat> I was deal with assholes I went to high school with. True that. Yeah. I mean, I had some good. I had some really good friends mm-hmm. that I made in high school. I'm, and the ones that really matter, the like three of them, I'm still friends with to this day. But I've made a lot more friends after high school. Yeah. People you work with, people you went to college with, whatever it may be. And I think you figure out who you are, too. I think that's no matter where you're at. But Absolutely. especially if you're from around here and you don't know anything outside your little bubble county. in your school <laughs> yeah. or county. You, If you're people like us, you tend to feel like there's something wrong with you or you're off. But then when you actually branch out and look at the world around you, you're like, oh, I'm pretty fucking good. I'm kind of normal after <laughs> to find out. Pretty sweet. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't have to have a huge exhaust on my car to, to, to be important. Wow. News to me. I haven't heard any tonight. I'll give them time. Maybe the football game tonight. Big Nuts McGee will come rolling <laughs> through here in just a minute. Just... Now, my life, my life, quality of life exponentially grew from twenty from 18 to 28. Uh, I've made, that's where I met like my lifelong friends. Jay was listening right now. I met him when I was 18. Judd, I met him when I was like 20. Um, no, I was older than that. I was like 22. I was finishing up college then. Um, met my wife. I've, I've met, uh, I've got a lot more friends from 18 to 28 than I, I still have from 8 to 18. Because you change so much mm-hmm. in your 20s. A ton. And I guess mine, actually, I feel like my life started right after 28. You know, I had my kids toward the end of that. But, you know, other than that, it was just like my whole life consisted of working and going to school. But you're a Holly, you're a freaking doctor for crying out loud. I didn't have any friends. I was in a very unhappy marriage. It was just... Should I refer to you to Dr. Messa? I know you didn't go to 20 years of, of school enough to be called doctor. It wasn't 20. <laughs> it felt like 20, I'm sure. My other buddy calls me DDB. Oh, yeah. Detective doctor. Yeah, that's true. Name. You are pretty detective-wise. Pretty good. Yeah. You I, know, don't stir up some shit with me. I'm, I'll come for you with pie charts and everything. We've got a friend who is an IT specialist, okay? And this friend was engaged. And some things happened between her and her fiance. Right, right. And it was done on a computer. Why would you try to cheat on somebody and keep the evidence on a computer when you're engaged to an IT specialist? Because you're a dumbass. No shit. <laughs> of all things, you better get a homing pigeon. You better pass notes like like third grade. You better do something. Now, this idiot put all the evidence on a computer that she could freely access. <laughs> that what you want? I've got it a whole, I got a whole soundboard now. Man, that the last episode with Jut and Harpoon, yeah. I about pissed myself with some of these sound effects. You, you don't really, were, you don't like them or you do like them? No, they were great. Like, I've added was, a couple more since then too. Oh god, I can't wait. <laughs> that's, that's one I, I used that one last night with Addison. It was good. Yeah, great. And I've added. Uh, do you ever watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? Sometimes. I love Andy Samberg. Yeah, Tink's a huge fan of of Jake Peralta. I love him so much. I'm looking right here. I'm sorry. Yeah, I used. I got the. I think I used. I used the. Uh, Sam Jackson from Pulp yes. Fiction. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Harpoon's favorite the movies. The big brains on bread. Yeah, I about died. And then the the Miss Alabama intro oh. music. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. That that got me tickled. Yeah, I found some good ones on there, and I'm gonna keep them there because it's just it's ones that everybody kind of knows, mm-hmm. you know. Except for, you know... I'm a man! I'm 40! <laughs> Only people who watch college football know that. <laughs> it, was such a, it was such a great moment when it happened. You know the story behind that? I don't think yeah. so. Mike Gu- the coach's name is Mike Gundy. He coaches at Oklahoma State. And up until this year, he had a mullet. A 
purposeful mullet. He grew that mullet for the powerful mullet. And um, some of the media had been talking shit about one of the Oklahoma State players. And he came up on on the stage with this 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 news article. He's like, you ever talking about this kid who goes to school all day? He goes to practice all night. About how he's not performing. Don't talk about him. Talk about me. I'm a man. I'm 40. If you're going to talk some shit, talk some shit about me. You know, he stood up for his kids, which, yeah. I mean, they are. They're 18 to 21-year-old kids playing football at a high level. Yeah. There's no reason to talk about your shit because somebody didn't happen to perform one Saturday. Right. An off week. I love the context that that you use that little clip in. The, oh, yeah. Like, the couple times I've heard it, it's well, just it's perfect. Tink has dealt with it all year long. <laughs> Because the minute he, the minute I heard that ten years ago, I told Tank, "It's oh. like you better be ready for my turn forty. Oh. So last November, I was like, "It's on." And she got me an Oklahoma State shirt and a visor last year for my birthday last yeah. year. I was wearing that. Yeah, that's where that's where she got it from. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Mike Gundy's my personal hero. All right. Whoop. Would you rather be fifteen or fifty for the rest of your life? Fifty. I'm with you. Fifty. Being young is not fun. It's not. And it's I'm like, the worst. Especially now. Like, I see what mine go through, and I'm like, this is the stupidest shit ever. It's the worst like, what, shit. I mean, junior high wasn't fun when I was in junior high, but it's really bad now. Like, these little turds are out there. Like, their parents are blowing money on them left and right, and I don't even know where they're getting it from. I'm like, what the hell do you do? And can I do it too? Because <laughs> well, we discussed it know. the other night when I had uh, Miss Alabama was up here. She, she that's coming up this coming Saturday Monday. She, okay. came, she came up here last Monday. Oh, cool! And so I had them all in here. Yeah. Uh, I said, you know, I got I got bullied some in high school, and I, I hated high school. The minute I got out of high school, I was so so damn happy to, just to get away from everything. I could not imagine going to high school now, because when I was in high school, when you left high school, you were a ghost. You weren't seen at all till the next day. Now, when you leave high school, you're on yep. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, everything. Yeah. There's per- no way to get away, get away from it. Perfect example. Last night, my girl, and I've been struggling with this whole concept the last month or two. She's gotten very social lately, which is fine. Uh, kids need to be social because... You know, I've listened to the episode where uh, Harpoon was talking about his new employee, and I just could not. And then I had to go back and show it to somebody else afterwards. I was like, you got to listen to this shit right here. You ain't going to believe this shit. Just listen. Just wait for it. But, you know, I tell her, I'm not always going to be able to take you everywhere every time you want to do something. You're not always going to be able to do every single thing that people invite you to do because there's other things going on. If I can, if if it's within my power, I'll make it happen. But sometimes you're going to hear no, and you're just going to have to deal with it. And last night was one of those no's. And I I told her a million times, stop trying to ask me to do things at the very last minute because we have so much going on. We need to plan stuff. Right. Nine times out of ten, I'm not – that just adds more stress on me when you come at me an hour before something and expect me to, to make it happen. So um, my boy has his karate lessons on Thursday night, every Thursday. 
Six thirty to eight. It's been a while. He's, he's on up in rank now and stuff. Too, yeah, right? they actually just moved him to the adult class. Oh, awesome! <laughs> yeah, because they there's nothing in the in the kids class he can benefit. He's so far ahead of everybody. We feel like it's actually stagnating him. Yeah. Now, we know he's not an adult, but we feel like but he'll this is learn nothing more. new. He's been doing this for a long time. About four years. Yeah. But you know, take away one because COVID, they really didn't got you have any lessons. So. Anyway, um, she starts texting me while I'm trying to drive home from work. I already have the evening light laid out. I'm going to pick them up from their dad's. I'm, we're going to go eat at the Mexican restaurant because it's on the way. And I'm going to drop him off, and we're going to pick up some things they need for school projects at the store. And then we're going to come back and you know, watch the end of the lesson and pick him up and go home. Right. By the time we get from the neighboring town back to our house, that's another 30-minute drive. So that's 9 o'clock on a school and work night, and we get up at 5 in the morning. Yeah. So anyway, she's texting me while I'm trying to drive back from work, and my phone's just off the hook. So I finally, when I stop to get gas, I look down, and I'm like, it's her, just rapid-fire texting. Can we go out? Can I go out to eat with so-and-so tonight it's her birthday can you drop me off at uh, longhorn on the not longhorn the texas roadhouse on yeah. on the way to uh tansu and i'm like that's not on the way first of all second i don't have time to do all that i don't have time to drop you off go do all this other stuff and pick you up before his lesson's over it's only an hour and a half I'm like sorry it's just not a good night but instead of it just being it's not, you know, not a good time and drop it and move on. She's having to sit there and look at posts all evening of the other three friends that got to go. Yep. And they went to the movies after. And then it just made her even super extra bummed. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry. You know, there's there's always going to be shit that you want to do that you can't do all sure. the time. I was like, even as an adult. Said my friends went out tonight to see a band play that is friends with my bandmate. They're from New Hampshire. They come down this way because one of the, uh, I think the lead singer is dating somebody that lives on the coast here in Mississippi. So when they pass through, they always get booked at one of our um, local venues. Local venues downtown, and they stay with my bandmate. And I'm like, that would have been really cool. But I have you guys, and y'all are my priority. Yep. So I just know, okay, so sorry, but maybe next time and go on about my business. Like, it's not the end of the world, but to them it is because it's constantly rubbed in their face nonstop. Um, and then with clothes, too. Like, neither one of mine really want for anything, and they have nice things. And I bought her a really nice pair of athletic shoes Back in August when school started. Um, then her grandmother bought her another nice pair of athletic shoes like a month and a half, two months ago. Well, now she's saying she needs more new shoes. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> you know, you've gotten two pairs over the last four months. Yeah. And it's because the one pair of Nikes that her grandmother bought her that she asked for apparently was wasn't what these other little people were wearing what tough shit they weren't like the the more expensive night i don't know because i'm i'm a cheapskate i don't know what 
Air Force 900s are or whatever the <laughs> fuck they're wearing. And and so she's like, you know, I had like 17 people, you know, make fun of my shoes. And I'm like, what the hell? You've got like, shoes. you got right. shoes on your feet. Like, why is this a thing now? You mean kids in India would die to have shoes on their feet right now? Yeah, no. but, or much less two yeah. pair, and she has more than two pair of shoes, but she I'm just talking about athletic shoes. I'm like, what the hell has, what's happening? What have we done? Like, this is stupid. But you go and you look like these kids have, like, iPhone 15s and... We got shit that ain't come out yet. <laughs> yeah, have have clothes that are better than what I wear. I'm just like, it's, that's why I said I want to kind of see the future, but after I'm gone, because I'm really yeah. freaking out right now about what it's going to be like you know, in Ms. about Alabama, 10 years. Miss Alabama said that she didn't want her son to get social media until he was 16. She's like, when you can drive, you can get social media. And I think that's a very good way of doing it. Um, no, not no question your parenting styles. Well, I understand that. No, the only, they just got social media i guess this last year and it's not all social media it's like um they're allowed to have instagram Mm -hmm. and i only budged on that because it was getting really hard to justify saying no to certain things because all and when i say all i mean all of their friends had something yeah you know i don't let them they don't have facebook um had tiktok as well can you believe i can believe her name no problem she 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 had tiktok for a hot minute and you know it didn't take very long till i was like nope yeah for <laughs> and sure block that so yeah i don't know I, I just i think there's so much pressure well, we grew up in a different time too yeah we grew up you know 20 years ago but no eight, 18 i think it's a question we're still on <laughs> It was it was a much different time where, like I said, you could be a ghost. You could just fucking vanish once you left school. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't imagine trying to do it now with just the constant bombardment of of content for kids. That, you know, we had four channels. Yeah. You know, until we, until we got satellite or whatever. Uh, I didn't have cable until I was 12. So, you know, yeah. we, we just we had to deal with what we had to deal with. Um, but now... Uh, I think it's 60 hours of content is uploaded to YouTube every second. So it's just a barrage of nonstop shit coming at people. Um, podcasts, uh, satellite radio. There's all kinds of ways to, to, to devour content now. And it's gotten to the point where it's almost overwhelming. It, you know, you can't keep up what's going on in the world because it moves so damn fast. Especially with twenty four hour news broadcast, yeah, it's always some shit to be angry about. I don't know. I, it was a much simpler time when we were growing up. You know, when it was the burgeoning edges of the internet was really getting to us. I remember going to sleep and you know the flag and the national uh-huh. anthem playing, and then it's nothing but <laughs> static. Yeah, watch for like them, the next five hours. Watch those ants chase each other on the TV. Right. Yeah. All right. So we both agreed eighteen twenty eight. Yes, for sure. All right. Would you rather have a vocabulary of a hundred words or only be able to say 3000 words a day, but it can only 
but it can be any words. So you have a you can either have a very limited, very limited vocabulary that's unlimited, or you can, you can only say three thousand words a day with a vast vocabulary. Who wrote this shit? This is this is questions from the internet. <laughs> I'm gonna go with three thousand words a day because unless I'm at work, I don't say that many to I, begin with. I'm the same, especially when I'm working. <laughs> right. I will when I'm recording. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. When I have to work, I, I, you know, I'm talking, but. A lot, but if I'm not at work, I'm not really saying a whole lot sometimes. Well, mom so. makes fun of me because I get done with my week of work, and the first day I'm off, I'm over here talking to her a lot or something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll be talking to mom, and about an hour into it, I'm like, man, my throat is hurting. She goes, why? I said, I think I'm just talking too much. Because I went a whole week without really talking to anybody. Yeah. I guarantee you on the days that I work, I might say a thousand words. Maybe. Because I'm the only one mm-hmm. at work when I'm on the shift. And unless the hospital calls me, I'm talking to maybe a gas station attendant. And that's it. So I think I would take um, the 3,000 3, unlimited. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That way you could learn words like inept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should actually get a vocabulary before I decided to go with that one. Um. Would you rather win an Olympic gold medal or a piece of the aggro crag? Of what? Did you ever watch Guts growing up? That's a little bit after our time. Yeah. Yeah. It was a show on okay. Nickelodeon called Guts. Okay. So that's the big thing at the end. That the, the big piece of green thing, the trophy. Yeah. It was like American Gladiators for kids. Right. I vaguely remember that. That was like when my brother was growing up. It was big. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with a gold medal. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> we old. Well, kids of that generation, they, 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 uh, it was not the coolest thing to have because it was Nickelodeon. Would you rather live in the middle of nowhere in Iowa, the swamps or Alaska, the swamps of Louisiana or Alaska? I'm going Louisiana. <laughs> That's a pretty easy one. The swamps of Louisiana? Yeah. Or Alaska. The mosquitoes will be a pain in the ass. No, man, bro. I'm going to have to pass Come on, on that Come on, you can fish off the porch. Yeah, I can also have swamp ass, too. <laughs> Gate by a gator. Or be one giant bruise from mosquito bites. Ah. Middle of nowhere, Iowa. Swamps of Louisiana or Alaska. I definitely can't do Alaska. No. Like, it's only... 50 degrees here, and I feel like it's colder than <laughs> the underside wear the of the jacket and everything penguin's ball sack outside. <laughs> I guess Iowa then? Well, I know you don't want Louisiana? Be as fuck, too. Yeah, it would. It's cold I in Iowa, I too. I would suck it up and live in Louisiana. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, for sure. Would you rather cure cancer, prove aliens are real, or prove ghosts are real. Mm. That's kind of a no-brainer in my Cure opinion. Cancer. Cure cancer for sure. Yeah. Who who answers? Who asks these kind of questions? That's that's right. kind of dumb. What? Well, yeah. You could end a lot of medical suffering for the entire world, or you could prove aliens are real, or that ghosts are around. Who gives a shit? Gen Z wrote these cards. You think so? <laughs> yes. Think this is a bunch of Zoomer shit. Would you rather? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I found a good one. Are you ready? Here we go. Would you rather orgasm every time you hear All Star by Smash Mouth <laughs> or 
hear Smash Mouth All-Star every time you orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a conundrum. What the shit? <laughs> um, okay, wait a minute. You're at Chili's having a awesome blossom. And all their head speaker starts playing All-Star. <laughs> Oh, um, I don't know. I guess I would have to go with the first because they don't play that crap as much anymore. Like if it would have been 15 years ago, I would have been like, uh, uh-uh. yeah, but you could be like at Walmart. They probably put it on a Walmart ad or something. But why would you want to be like walking around nonstop? Just, eh. No, you wouldn't. The question is, would you rather orgasm when you hear it anywhere? Right. That's what I'm saying. Or hear it every time you actually orgasm? Oh, God. I don't want to hear it every time I orgasm. Oh, I I would do do that for sure. You would? Better be at the mall, walking to the mall, minding your own business, and somebody's there to start playing it over the loudspeaker, and you have to sit down for a minute and compose yourself. (laughs) You look so disturbed by this question. I finally, I found the one found the one. that broke her brain. <laughs> so you're going to go with, you'll orgasm every time you hear it. Yeah, because you don't hear it as much anymore. That's what you think. This next week you wait, it'll be on everything you watch. You're like, oh my God. I don't doubt it. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, what did I do? I think that's the first one we disagreed on. We both yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. I think so. so. Be ready for me to be posting All Star on your <laughs> Facebook page nonstop now. Um, would you choose? Let me try it again. What would you choose if you could only have one for the rest of your life? Oral sex, regular sex, or anal sex? Y'all nasty. <laughs> I think we we'll probably both agree on this. Regular. regular reg, just regular old yeah. First Baptist sex. Just Mish, missionary. Missionary for procreation only, for yep. sure. <laughs> regular people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Would you rather go three straight summers without drinking or live a full year in Antarctica? Well, that's a no-brainer. Semi-ass to Antarctica. <laughs> Really? I would go without drinking. For three years? For three summers. Three summers. I'm ridiculous. But you like your wine, though. I do. You like your Pinot Grigio. But I, get, I don't like Pinot Grigio. I'm just messing with you. I don't know what you like. That's Becky wine. You're Zinfandel. No. You're Pink I'm, Chardonnay. No. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> You're Manischewitz. I'm Pinot Noir. Okay. Um, or Merlot. No, I guess if it was only for a summer, though. Three summers straight. Three summers. So three years from May to August, you can't drink. From from Memorial Day to Labor Day, you can't drink. I might be able to pull that off. Think so? Maybe. I hate being cold. Yeah, it's really fucking cold down there. Yeah. For a whole calendar year, you get to stay down there. And isolated. And you got to remember, for, for half the year, it's daylight nonstop. The other half, it's nighttime nonstop. Yeah. I guess I would do the, the summers then. Yeah. Smart choice. Dark, darkness depresses me, even though I have a 
cold, dark heart. <laughs> That's why we drink coffee. Yes. To warm us on the inside. Would you rather give up appetizers or desserts for life? Appetizers. I'm a dessert. I'm going to get rid of it. I don't eat desserts that often. I have, I have a sweet tooth. I've been trying to do keto for the last two weeks. How's that been going? Pretty well. Um, it was really hard for two or three days, and I felt like crap. But I want to say by like day five, I started feeling way better. Yeah, you get the keto flu when you first start it. Yeah. It can get rough. And right now, I'm just playing with it because I know it was it was unrealistic to try like during the holiday season. So I'm just seeing how I do with like cutting out bread and paleo may work better for you rice and see i don't know much about paleo it's kind of like keto but you can have like natural like sweet potatoes yeah see i love sweet potatoes i love sushi um there's some carby vegetable like i'm not i i'm not one of these that have to have like potatoes and corn all the time but Once you don't have them for a couple of weeks, you... You feel super restrictive. Right. Yeah. And I've done well with it. Like, this drink that I'm having tonight is really the, you know, first thing that you would consider that that may be, you know, on the higher carb side. But I told myself today that I was going to take just a little break from it. Um, I have to have my sushi fix. So... Yeah. Paleo but, is... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I've... I've played around i'm I'm just gonna play around with it but just the first week like i lost and i'm not i wasn't trying to lose much anyway i wanted to lose like 15 pounds you know 15 20 pounds and i lost five pounds once you get into ketosis yeah it comes off pretty easy but staying there is the the issue a lot of it was water weight um it always is when you first start but that was welcome for me, because I, I noticed I was starting to hold a lot of fluid, like my face was getting puffy, my getting legs bloated. were really puffy, and um, it was nice to get all of that off um, in a natural way. I yeah. have medication for it, but I hate taking it because my blood pressure is low anyway, and when I have to take that, it tanks, and so I'm just stuck in the bed because I feel like I can't function. Yeah. But, um, and I even measured too, you know, I lost several inches. Um, just that first week so it's motivated me to try to do better you know um, i'm just trying to find something that's sustainable that's going to work for me check out paleo i will paleo you're eating stuff that like that was eaten during the paleo paleolithic era mm-hmm. so you're not eating processed um, things right you're not eating like agricultured stuff so you can still have all your meat you can have um wild stuff like yam like sweet potatoes which are considered paleo because they grew wild at the time wild rice you can still have you have of course you can have eggs and stuff like that also it's, it's a lot less restrictive and you can have like nuts and berries you know like, like keto that don't you have really, really a lot of a lot of fruit because it carries a lot of sugar yeah you can have like blueberries and raspberries strawberries and paleo so you can kind of you can, you can get a little bit from every food group even though you're kind of cutting out bread you can still buy wild rice and eat it. So that may help you a little bit too. Yeah, and I've noticed just getting rid of carbs cuts out a lot of calories. Oh, for sure. Um, I can meet my or stay below my carb limit, carb limit, no problem. And But then when I start looking at my macros, it's crazy because I'll end the day left and it's like 
I still have to eat like 40 something grams of fat and, you know, 20 or 30 something grams of (laughs) protein, but, and I'll have like four or 500 calories left. And I'm like, I can't eat that much. Like what in the world? For sure. Yeah. Would you rather, these are kind of written for men, so you can switcheroo unless you prefer women. I thought I we'd established I got bowels. Well, I'm sorry. In that case, would you rather fuck the most hideous girl in the world oh, Lord. or an average-looking guy? Well, I mean, duh. That's not even a question. Right. There's there's really no downside to that at all. It's an either-or. Right. I like, I, like good, I like good ethical questions. <laughs> like, would you rather see the future or the past? Right. Yeah, you're going to take the average average person, without a doubt, right? Well, yeah. But if, um, if it's the most hideous person in the world, come on. Right. Would you rather date a smoke show? Who Would, would you date a smoke show who was terrible at sex? No. 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 These are, these are easy ones. We're moving right there. I mean, because... I'm not going to put this. I've dated some people who weren't the best looking. That were really good people. Looks ain't everything. Right. You know, and uh, while, you know, sex isn't everything, it is an important part of relationships. We can agree to that. Um, yeah, if there's no chemistry there. Yeah. There's, there's no hope. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, if you could be a master at one of four bases of sex but you'd have to be below average at every other base which one would you choose what are the four bases of sex did i miss something on that i'm gonna skip that i'll cut that one out of the episode i think that's like you know when you're when you're young they talk about like oh, oh i got like, the like first, first base, base second base but third i don't base. really all i know is like you know well okay. i want to be good at the at the main thing you would think first base is like kissing, kissing yeah yeah but then if you suck at kissing yeah. you're not going to want to go anywhere else right oh that's a tough one but then you're you're just setting them up for a letdown that's that's a mm. Ingo's having an existential crisis. I am because over here. You're, you're kind of you're kind of. This is a great question after all because I was kind of lost with it. I'm glad you brought brought it to my attention. That's a um because if you're not good at first base, you're never going to get to home plate. But if you're good at first base, it's going to stop at second. I mean, maybe you can just. Hmm. I don't know. Some people can get to home plate without all the. <laughs> I got there without looks. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> on more than one occasion, um, I don't know. That's I would. I would. Mm. It didn't say you were bad. It said you were horrible at the other three. Yeah, well, I'd have to go with four. I'm, I'm gonna go with the home plate. Yeah, if they can put up with you that that far, then they're gonna have their mind blown when you get, when you get home. <laughs> Shit. Would you rather relive your best sports moment or your best sex moment? Yeah, these are totally written for penises. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was a band nerd. That's still a sport. Playing your trumpet or whatever you played. Yeah, but I mean, who's going to pick, 
any kind of sport over. I never was good at sports, so I never had a great sports moment. So it's going to be a sex moment for me. And those those are few and far between. But even if you had a great. Ask my wife. (laughs) Even if you had a good sports moment, why would you pick that over? I don't know. I don't either. I mean, Unless so, you've just well, had a bunch of terrible say. <laughs> well, you know, some some people that was like their life growing up was sports. You know, the guys who scored two or three touchdowns or, or whatever. Yeah. Or had a triple double. Um would you rather live your life as is or be a billionaire, but you gotta blow a dude every day? Oh God, as is. <laughs> Well, we found Mess's kryptonite. <laughs> it's the blow jibbers. Yeah, I'm gonna go with as is as well. Uh, you don't want to blow a guy no, every I'm day. Pass. You sure about that? I'm positive. I'll be happy living my walk a day life. See, that proves they say everybody's got a price. A billion is not mine. That yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> um, would you rather be the most attractive person in the world, but blind? The best singer in the world, but deaf, or the best chef in the world, but have no sense of taste. I guess since I am a Libra and an Enneagram four, and it's all about the aesthetics, I'm going to go with um, living without my sense of taste. Wow. Yeah, I'd probably lose some weight doing that. Well, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't have to do. I wouldn't have to do keto. I could be skinny and seeing here all of the <laughs> wonderful eating rice things. cakes. <laughs> this is what I live now. Yeah, I think I would go with best chef and have no sense of taste. Yeah, for sure. Even though I, I do enjoy, I enjoy my food. I enjoy a good steak or whatnot. But uh, to be deaf or blind, that's mm-hmm. um, it, it's hard to live. A, there, there are people who have no sense of smell. People who are born that way, and of course, it affects their, their taste, taste as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that'd be a being blind or deaf is like a whole other level. You, you yeah. are, you're going to be dependent on, on, on some, on people in some way where taste you're like, eh, I'm the best chef in the world. What do I, yeah, you know, I'm not going to go for the, the deaf. No, like I have, I have Gotta to hear, music. hear my music. Yes. Yeah. And I'm the same way with vision. I wouldn't be able to drive anymore. And I love to, to hit the road and do stuff. And I would, yeah, I'll take taste without a doubt. In order for you to live, you have to kill a blind child who has the greatest voice of our generation. Are you going to kill the kid or are you going to die? That's dark as shit. That's, that's what I bring. I guess I'm going to say die. I'm with you. I don't think I'd be able to kill a kid. <laughs> no, or anybody really. Eh, but There are a couple. Well, yeah, that's also true. Yeah. See? That the government going to come get us after Don't this. doubt me. Don't doubt me. If you had the flexibility to blow yourself, would you do it? <laughs> what if everybody knew you did? Now, this was asked to Tom Segura. Um, oh, my God. Number one, probably, yeah. <clears throat> number two, what if everybody knew I did it? Look what I can do, motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> when bar bats, what are you talking about? Am I bad? Oh, God. No. That's pretty great. <laughs> Every guy would do it if they, if they found it they could do it. Well, yeah, no doubt. So, they yeah. can lie all day and say they won't, but... If they can, mm. Yeah, you can lie, talk, talk shit, whatever. You know you'd do it. Who would win in a fight, 
in their prime, Michael Keaton or John Bon Jovi? <laughs> I'm just picturing the two of them you got fighting. Michael Keaton in his Batman costume. That would be such a wonderful SNL skit. <laughs> just. Mm, I'm going to go with Michael Keaton. He's a pretty fit guy back in the day. Yeah. Showtime. And then you got Bon Jovi. His hair would get in the way. He was a lighter away from his head going up into flames. He's from Jersey, though. Ooh, that's a good point. He might know how to throw them fists. You think he him. knows how to scuffle? He might. Mm, I don't know. Would you rather have to heat up all your food in 10-second increments for the rest of your life or dive boner first into a sidewalk one time? I mean, boner first one time. You know, I know all about them. Yeah, I know you don't love boners. (laughs) This is not applicable to you. Yeah, seed up your meals 10 seconds at a time. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, here we go. Oh, this is one for you. Here you go. Mm -hmm. One for the ladies. Mary, fuck, kill. Oh, man. Brad Pitt, Channing Tatum, McConaughey. Hmm. Well, I'm going to kill Channing Tatum. Okay. okay. We're in agreement. Um, I know who I'm marrying if I'm, if I'm a lady. What were the other two again? McConaughey and who? Brad Pitt. That's right. Yeah, I married McConaughey. Hell yeah. Of yeah. course you would. All right. A, a good homesy guy from Texas. Fuck yeah. But you're fucking, you're fucking Pitt, though. Well, yeah. Take a ride on it. Yeah, why not? Would you rather get stuck at a red light every time for the rest of your life, which is like my biggest pet peeve, by the way, which is a weird pet peeve to have, or become a loaf of bread for 24 hours once a year? (laughs) Oh, a loaf of bread. So for 24 hours, you have to lay there. So like a Saturday for you. (laughs) I mean... Sure, why not? I'll take the loaf of bread. Getting stuck at traffic lights would just that would just be unbearable for me. Wait, I don't know about the Brad Pitt option. Though. Oh no, now you're backtracking? I don't know. <clears throat> He's been with some skanks. Yeah. It's just one time. Would you rather have sex with Channing Tatum? They might have coochie right. No, I ain't attracted to that at all. Um, like nothing about that is no, I'm good. <laughs> okay, if you could replace Brad Pitt with anybody on that list, who would it be? Anybody on that list? You're already or, you're already marrying McConaughey, uh-huh. and you're killing Tatum. Who who would you put in there for your your one ride? I don't know. I really don't answer the question, I ma'am. I don't think about stuff like that. Well, it's time to start. This is a this is a thinking experiment. Prince. No. I mean, I, I love the little guy. Well, so you can oh. have your like your midget sex right there in one spot. Right. Doop de doo. Trent Reznor. Good choice. Yeah, that's a good one. Would you rather never have any buffalo sauce food? Do you got buffalo sauce? Well, yeah. Well, I didn't know. I don't know if you like hot food or not. I love hot food. 
I don't like really hot food. Like buffalo either. is about as spicy as it gets. Jalapenos. For me. That's mm-hmm. that's about. I want I want heat to accentuate the flavor yeah. of whatever I'm having. I don't want something so hot that I can't taste for the rest of the evening. Yeah, like that hot, like uh, that goose pepper ghost, shit. Mm-mm. Carolina Reaper. That's mm-mm. too much. Would you rather? Ha- would you rather never have buffalo sauce food again, or only be able to masturbate to pregnant porn? What? I'm not going to have buffalo sauce again. You know, pregnant porn. Right. You have to do one or the other. Right. Yeah. No, no thanks. (laughs) I'll stick with jalapenos. Would you rather wear cargo shorts every day or no socks ever again? I don't wear cargo shorts. But if you had to start wearing them. Um, this is, I, I have to have socks. Yes, I'm I'm the same like, way. It just feels gross when you don't have socks. I agree. On. So the thing is, you move to Florida, where this is a standard, a standard outfit: the cargo shorts, and you just wear flip flops. There you go. Easy fix. See, I I, I am a. I'm a problem solver around here. Would you rather have your, would you, would you rather your pet have a dog's personality in a cat body or a cat's personality in a dog body? I lived with the dog with a cat personality. Katie was that way. Mm. Very much so. Very standoffish. Didn't want you touching her unless you allowed it. A dog with a cat personality or a cat with a dog personality. I'm going to go with a dog with a cat personality. Because a cat with a dog personality would just be like clawing up your shit. <laughs> uh, Katie was, was, was something else. She was, uh, she was, she was fun to mess around with. Um, but they, they have like cats, like uh ragdoll cats. Mm-hmm. Have are kind of like dogs. They're very lazy. You can pick them up and they just kind of flop over in your lap like a lap dog would. So, I don't know. Either or, really. I could deal with either one of them. I've dealt with, with the dog with the cat personality before already. Uh, she could be a handful. Gosh. I don't like cats. Would you rather be celibate? <laughs> I, I, I fucking It's the cats. long hair, seems like, that gets everywhere. That's the, the big one. Did you see my post yesterday? <laughs> Your what? My post about cat hair. Uh-uh. Or dog hair. It was um, a video I shared that it's a comedian. Her name, She has what she calls the Christie show, but it's the the girl that does the Charlene character. It's an older African-American church lady that she plays. I don't think I've seen You'll it. You'll have to go look at okay. it. But anyway, she's talking about, she's doing her yearly thanksgiving message and she's telling her her family that has um pets with no boundaries <laughs> to please not bring food to the gathering because they throw they throw your stuff away they don't want cat, her cat in hair the food. in the food yeah they know that you let mr buttons scratch his or lick his butt on top of the <laughs> stove top <laughs> and that's just nasty <laughs> Okay, would you 
would you be celibate for a year to be able to have sex with anybody you wanted to after this, after the year was up? Very dude question. I was going to say, if I wasn't with somebody, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean. It don't matter if you're with somebody. You're celibate all the time anyway. uh, Right? Right? Am I right on that? Hango. Oh, well. Let's see here. Ah, they don't care about that one. It's sports. I don't care about sports. Fuck sports. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to find a a good one to... uh, Oh, this is a good one to end on. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. This, this is a tough one. Oh, boy. Would you rather have a chef, a masseuse, or a chauffeur for the rest of your life? Hands down, masseuse. Really? Yes. You would like to come home every night and have, have dinner cooked? I don't mind cooking that much. Or to get up at 5 in the morning and go to work and you be able to sleep on the way there? Ah. Uh. I don't know. I guess I just stay so knotted up all the time. <laughs> you need to get worked I, out I need all one, <laughs> I need one every day anyway. Yeah, I, I, it's a tough one because I, I do like going to my massage therapist here in town. Um, coming home and being able to have food ready, especially with, with my work, to be able to come home every morning and have breakfast cooked and be able to eat and then go to sleep instead of putting toast in, in the toaster before I get in the shower, you know? Yeah. Um, driving, I don't, I, I can handle driving. Right. I don't mind driving at Me all. Me too. Um, we both do a lot of driving. So yeah. that's like, I think I'm gonna go with masseuse too. Cause I, I enjoy cooking. Um, it could be the shopping and all that kind of stuff can be hard. Yeah. I'm with you to have a little pull and have somebody there who's able to work that out for you. That would be life changing as far as health goes. In my yeah, opinion. No doubt. Yeah. For sure. You got anything else tonight? I don't think so. No, thank, well, thanks for no. coming over and hanging out with me for a little while. It's a lot been of fun. fun. I was hoping your fella could come over too. Uh, we'll drag him out. He's he's kind of elusive, like Nancy. I know he's I know he's kind of quiet and whatnot. But he, I've been around him. He throws zingers out like Jut does. Out of exactly. Nowhere. He's the, his sense of humor is off the chain for sure. I mean, I think that's why we work so well together. Because I mean, and it, he says it's because of growing up in a big family and siblings and they were always, you know, jabbing at each other. Sure. They're all really good about coming up with quick witted zingers like yeah. right off the bat. So you have to bring them over next time for sure. Hopefully bring so. the kids over. Oh my gosh. Ask, ask them some of these questions. <laughs> yeah. We'll do, we'll do that. <laughs> now, thanks for coming over. I do appreciate it. Appreciate cool you. over here again sometime for sure. We'll get Tariqa back in here and cut y'all loose. Uh Oh, now that y'all the dynamic <laughs> duo of the show. Puppy shit. We friends. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening to this episode of The Hango Show. Be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com to check out all the shows on the network. Also check the show notes for deals from our sponsors like ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, where you can save 15% on your next purchase of some premium CBD products, including some new CBD-infused coffee by using the promo code Hango. Also check out mydelta8.com. Messa, I love you, hon. Thanks for coming on here again. I love you. And I love all y'all out there for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>